And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number 54 today. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Old Bridge Pizza. Shout out to Larry Mark. Shout out to our guys over at Old Bridge Pizza for being our first official sponsor of this Bear Down flag football season. The draft just concluded. Right now, next to me, I have Brandon Kirschman, as always, my father, Tommy Savaro. Dad, you haven't been on the last two podcasts we've done for the league. Joe Piscopo is here, Paul Ferrali is in the building, and Augie Garbolato is here as well. Currently making the schedule. The draft is over. Kurtzman, I have one question for you. How do you think it went? I think the draft went great. Um, had a lot of people in the IG live, so it was always good to see a lot of interaction. Um, I think every team is competitive. We're going to take a deep dive into each team right now. It's going to be a long podcast, so get ready for it, and it's going to be going. Um, as always, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, make sure to follow the page. We are going to be doing two podcasts a week about the league from here on out at this point. Um, we are this, this podcast right here is really, really where we talk about everything at the league. So if you're new to the league, make sure to follow it. It's a big part of the league. It's a lot of fun to do. And um, yeah, we're, we're going to just, like Christmas said, we're going to talk about every team right now. So it's going to be a super deep dive into all the teams that were just drafted. We're going to start at the first pick and we're going to finish at the 11th pick. So starting off, we have IB's team, Anthony Mbimbo, who's the captain and quarterback. He is representing the Atlanta Falcons this season. I'm just going to go down his draft board real quick. And then I'll turn it to you guys to, to let me know about it. Justin Ferreira went first overall. Then on, the, and remember, he had um, he had the snake at both times. So he after Justin, he had two consecutive picks. So he went Justin, then Jack and Nick Sedano, Jack Starner, uh, Johnny Mack, Dean Wiatrowski, Kevin Malone, Corey Nuzzi, um, Will O'Neill, and, and Jiggy. Jiggy. Those are the nine players that Anthony Bimbo selected. Kurtzman, I will start it off with you first. What do you think of the team? I mean... Offensively, they are going to be a handful with Justin, arguably the best receiver in the league. Jack, top receiver in the league. Sedano, top weapon in the league. Johnny Mack, going to make a name for himself early, especially with IB playing quarterback. IB can get anybody involved. And yeah, I don't know how teams are going to guard that. My question, obviously, with this team is the line. But they did address the line later in the draft. Might not be the strongest on paper, but we know he doesn't necessarily need the best line. Joe making his podcast debut. Joe, how you how you you look at IB's team? How are you feeling here? I kind of just relate to the fall. He still didn't really um like it's kind of like the same kind of thing. He's just gonna run around, throw. I mean, Kurtzman kind of said it. The line is, but I believe he did that in the last draft too. It's always yeah. late. Dad, how do you feel about IB's team? Well, with IB, you always got to give a, a grade of a B plus or better because IB's on the team. Okay. Uh, offensively, as the receivers are phenomenal. Of course, Justin first and, and Jack. Uh, again, offensive line suspect. Uh, my thing is, they face, he faces a team with a good D-line and a good secondary. That could hurt him. As, I, as much as he runs around, that could hurt him. Here's what I'll say. Justin and IB, clearly that was going to be the first pick. They have great chemistry together. They won the championship last year. Obvious number one pick, no-brainer, no question about it. You get Jack Starner, who played last year on Augie's team who is really good. We Great know, deep threat. We know Great. Jack could go catch the deep ball, and we know Jack is not going to shy away from guarding any other team's number one uh, wide receivers. Nick Sedano, who we know was kind of questionable with the sneaker thing, but we think he's going to make it work. Um, Nick is just super dynamic athlete with the ball in his hands and on the defensive line. I think one of the steals of the draft, Johnny Back, uh, my prediction would be if he's back in the next player pool in the next draft, I think he'll be one of the guys that you see go off the board in the first two rounds. He I probably th- feels really disrespected I think right I now. think he should feel really disrespected. No, he should. And that's not even to say that any of the players that went before him are bad or not very good players, yeah. but I know 
he played one game last year and uh, or last, last summer, summer and he went off. So I expect very high things of him. I think he is one of the rookie of the year candidates. I saw sure. him play one time, like Crispin said, and ever since that game, I've just been sold on him. Him as an athlete, he's just super electric. Um, Dean Wiatrowski ended up subbing for. Uh, for the Ohio State team that won the championship last year. So he was a champion, and he definitely knows how to play with IB. Uh, Kevin Malone, another another one, same same kind of thing. He's going to – him and Dean, kind of similar players, both guys who can block and catch the ball off the line. Corey Nuzzi, who is a very experienced flag football player, who was a quarterback in our league last summer and ended up switching it to IB's team. I think he was kind of a steal that late in the draft. Um, I've never seen Jiggy or Will, Will O'Neal play, so I'm going to have to... My, my judgment is out for them. I'm yeah. sorry that we can't talk about you guys that much, but I just I personally don't know much about you. Yeah, I mean, listen, Jiggy and Will O'Neal, just two kids. Like, There's going to be a lot of kids in this podcast that we don't necessarily know how they play, see how they play a lot of new kids to the league. Just know that if you do make plays, we will be talking about you on the podcast. So. No, absolutely. That, that's literally how you get talked about on the podcast. Go out there and make a play. Overall, I think IB's team is super solid. I, I would say they have the best perimeter threats in the league. That's the way IB designed his team. Everyone's kind of skeptical on the line, so we're kind of calling out Dean, Kevin, Nuzzy, all these other guys. you got to go out there and block, got to make some plays. So I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to the way IB plays. I just think, you know, he's just electric, going to run around, throw the ball deep, make a bunch of plays. I know that IB likes his team, yeah. so I know he's ready to go to war. Um Anyone else have anything else on this team before we move on? No, we got nothing. Joe, you got nothing else you want to say? Paul, anything if you want to... Augie, any, if anyone wants to step up to the mic today, feel free to come over here and step up. Um, I'm digging a nickname Jiggy. It's so. going to come down like to... It's going to come down to... If, as long as they can protect him somewhat, the team is going to be su- successful. And yeah. let's, let's even revert that. IB is going to make sure the team is very Absolutely. Good. Competitive every week, guaranteed. All right, going to the second team, the Bucks. Joe DeMeo out of retirement. Joe went, he had, Joe had the second pick of the draft. He went Mark DeMeo, Mike Oliva, Damian Luakwa, Billy Andrews, Mikey Friedman, John Romano, Sam Allen, Eddie Welsh, and uh, wow. Darnell, a.k.a. Slim. Okay, let's start with the top. Mark DeMeo, another legend in the SFL, WFL, uh, WFL before it became Bear Down. He's a legend in those in the tackle leagues. We know Mark, dominant uh, lineman in high school, dominant lineman in college. He's officially done playing football in college, and so now he's eligible to play in our leagues. Mark is back. Um, I think he's going to be a stud. Kurtzman, I'll turn it over to you about Mark. I mean, he was just here for a while <laughs> talking all of his shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. He is also has one of the best hands of anyone in the league. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that in terms of linemen. I'm saying that in terms of everybody in the league. Mark DeMeo is one of the top hands in the league. Mark DeMeo should have been playing tight end in college because he just lost some yeah, weight. Yeah. Um, but, no, Mark's going to be a dominant player, and I expect, Joe to, I expect Joe to use him more than anyone else ever has. Mm. Joe Piscopo at this point. Joe, you look at his team, how do you feel? I mean, first off, Joe's already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> so, yesterday I'm delivering, and this guy Joe is in his garage grinding. Yeah. Full on sweat to the point where when I pulled up, he didn't even know there was a person. He, no music, nothing. <laughs> just completely locked in. So I guess he was just preparing for the draft, but what I know about him right now is from the fall he could sling the yeah. ball. Yeah. Hands down. I think getting his brother was obvious, and then also I think a steal is Oliva because he's going to do so much for that team, and with a smart coach like Joe, there's his only, he's only in good hands. I know I know you were super high on Oliva too. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, someone that you were looking at the draft when we were talking about it. Dad, what do you think about Joe DeMeo's team? Uh, I think Joe is, a, you know, without question, a, a good quarterback. Uh, not great quarterback. Uh, I seen him play one game last year, but I saw him play in the, in the prior leagues, and you know, he, he's he's one of the guys that, that can go all the way in this league. 
then you got Mark, his brother, yeah. that he's on the all-confidence team with uh, Mikey Gargano. <laughs> yeah. He'll let you know how good he is, and he'll never stop telling you how good he, how good he is. Um, Michael Lever is a major talent at wide receiver. Yeah. I got a lot of scrappy players here. My question, again, here is where's the line? Mm. I'll say this. I think Mark going to be phenomenal on the line. Damian, we know, is phenomenal on the line. John Romano. Well, Damian's a little undersized, though. No, but, da- but Damian plays well on the, on the defensive line. He plays He's very a demon. well. Yes. Demon on the defensive yes. line. Yes. But is he going to be able to handle the offensive line? I think he will. I think, you know. He holds his ground. He's a little yeah, bit undersized I, for sure. But he holds, yeah, against some of the premier ones, maybe not. But I think against the average talent, he definitely holds okay. his Secondary-wise, I like Billy and, and uh, yeah, Mikey, Mikey Freeman. He's yeah. a great, great defender. I think so you have. in the secondary. I think when you're talking about the line, you're talking about their concerns. I think you have got Sam Allen, who you love, Dad, one of yeah. your do- consistent dog of the week candidates. Um, he's going to battle. Eddie's going to go out there and play. John Romano, we know, is going to go out there and battle. Yeah, they, I, again, all undersized. I, all undersized. I think I think when you look at this team, though, the way that Joe DeMeo is going <clears> to... <throat> Joe DeMeo is going to play quarterback and design plays to his strengths and weaknesses of his team. So I think when you look at his receivers and you look at a guy, you have Mike Oliva. You look at Billy Andrews, who went, was severely undervalued in this draft. You're going to have, and then you have Mark DeMeo coming off the line, who Kurtzman was just saying, phenomenal hands. I think he makes that team work, and I think this is one of the okay. teams. When they go against the bigger defensive team, like, yeah, True or Nick or Douglas, these guys are giving away pounds, major but pounds. But also, yeah. Joe has won, so he knows how to win the league. Yeah, right? absolutely, yeah. yes. That, that's, that's the difference. And let's not, listen. Let's not sleep on Mark. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep. Yeah. Listen, all right, his last round pick, Darnell. I do not know anything about him. That's he why I can't six, speak four, on him. I see him move. He was playing DB, caught a couple passes at receiver. I'm not saying he's going to be some crazy talent, but I'm saying he's probably going to be better than ninth round pack. Mm, okay. Experienced flag player. I'm expecting some him to make plays some weeks. Do you sure. know anything about him, uh, uh, Joe? No, Dad. You obviously know nothing about him. Right, no, I just know about his size and you know. Yeah. Newcomer no to the league, man. I, I hate that we can't come in and give you like. People are so excited to probably hear their name and we just can't give That's you a That's why I'm trying to make sure. I, listen, nah, listen. Yeah. Make, make a name for yourself and we'll be talking about it won't you. Be very, it won't be very hard to see it. All right, overall, last thing on this team. Um, how do we feel about them as a whole? I personally really liked his draft and I think he's going to play. I think Joe DeMeo knows exactly what he wants to do and I think he drafted a team that fits it. DeMeo does everything that's needed to win. Just hopefully his supporting cast does the job with him. All right, let's move on to the third uh, The third third pick here which was Augie in the first round so Augie oh you goes, want to talk about Augie's yeah, team yeah, right I'll now go with Augie. I'm sorry okay. Joe I know no, Joe good. I know you're, okay. that was Joe's team reverse, but right. um, we're gonna go Augie's team here he took Connor there was a trade with him and Joe Piscopo for the first two rounds so Augie selects Connor Romano Vin Gargano um, sorry not Vin Gargano selects Connor Romano Vin Gargano but then trades for Matt Marola so Matt Marola's on his team Nick Zalek Nick King Steve Verdesco Joe Denoya um, I cannot see that. Kevin, Kevin Christie, Femi, and Ariel, who I... Lorena. Yeah, Ariel Lorena. Augie, I would like you to come come speak front and center real quick. He says no. He does not want to speak about his team. Kid hates doing the podcast. So in return, we will speak about his team. Um, Kurtzman, I'll let you start right here. Um, first thing I said when I said when I saw his team is they have a lot of weapons. Connor, one of the best players in the league. Nick Zalek, another very highly touted rookie that's going to coming into this league. Six, we'll call it six three. Big body. He's going to six three two twenty five. Yeah, Zalek. I don't know about two twenty five. <laughs> that's O'Day. But um, nah, Nick King, another versatile player. Jordan Noy, late rounds versatile player. Um, I just worry about the line. Mm. Um, only one lineman in Matt Merle and and Steve Redesco, both two two good linemen. He's gonna have to rely on somebody else to be a third lineman for them. And third, and listen, we know it. Third lineman is very important. 
So we'll see what he can do. Augie's a good athlete. He's going to make plays all over the field every time he steps on the field. Um, but a weak line. So I think we've talked about a lot of weak lines so far. Yeah, a lot of perimeters. So that you're yeah, going to see some line heavy teams. Some line heavy teams. All right, Joe. Joe's going to chat up on Augie again. Fredesco is not what you think. He's gritty. Even no, I, I, said, yeah. I said he's good. I said they got I just, two good lines. I just think it. even if you blitz him at the center, you try to hit the gap, he's not going to let you go by. And especially that he's back with Augie with Arizona State kind of like combo. Yeah. He's just he, – I, I wanted him at one point because he's not going to let him go by. He'd rather just stand in front and take a blow-by hit, and that's what you need, especially for Augie. And also with Augie, I think that his offensive scheme changes, and it's always on – a different pace for a different team. Yeah. So uh, I, that's something I learned from him playing mm. against him. I don't. Okay. Okay, Joe. So being smart, <laughs> saying it next to him as well, you can't predict anything with him. Dad. Well, you know how I feel about Connor. I think he's the best player in his draft. Yeah. Uh, if it was me picking first, he'd be my first player. No disrespect to anybody else in the league. I just think this kid's got that kind of talent. You put him anywhere on the field, and he's arguably one of the best players on that on the field. Put him on D line. Put him in the secondary. Put him on the O line. Put him at receiver. Put him at quarterback. This kid does it all. So I think he's very deserving of that pick. Uh, love Matt Marola, one of the toughest kids in the league. Yeah. Both sides of the ball. I have no problem with him lining against anybody in this league. Uh, Steve, again, gritty player. I watched him play O-line. He gives it all, his all when he plays. Nick King, exactly. Right, now, not, not, Nick King makes for a great defensive uh, uh, player. I don't know if he's playing, uh, what, what his plans are on offense, if they're going to use him on the line, if they're using a wide Who, out. Who's that? Nick, Nick King. King. I don't know. I, I'm assuming he'll probably be playing out wide, uh, maybe more of a defensive only role, but try to get Jordan Noya some stats. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look for that last lineman. That last lineman. It's Kevin Christie right now. It's probably the last lineman. Right. Um, Lee veteran Kevin Christie, uh, older kid. Yeah, likes, about, loves Femi's a play. strong kid. You Femi, can... strong kid, little undersized though for sure. Um, and then I don't know what to expect out of this kid. Ariel. I do not know anything. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, like I said, make plays. You'll be on the podcast for sure. Uh, but listen, he was very excited about the league. Kept hitting me up about it. So. He's definitely going to be dedicated, so that's for sure. I'll, I'll say this about Augie's team. I said on the last podcast when we did the QB breakdowns, I had Augie as my MVP. I'm still confident in that pick after, even after the draft right here. I think Augie and Connor is going to be a crazy dynamic duo. He got Matt. I know he definitely wanted Matt. Matt has been struggling the last few uh, seasons. has been on a part of a bunch of losing teams. Now Augie hopefully looks to flip that around for him. Uh, I think Nick Zalek, I said it. Listen, we did a mock draft. Uh, what was it, two months ago, a month ago maybe, and I was in the mock draft, even though I'm not a captain or anything, I was in the mock draft and I was drafting a team, and I took Nick Zalek in, I think it was the fourth round, and everyone laughed me out of the chat. Oh, no, you're going to no. take... Phenomenal. No, yeah, no, no, I'm, oh, let, me see, let me talk to that. They're saying, oh, well, you took Nick Zalek fourth round, never played, oh, TJ's obsessed with basketball players. Nick Zalek, as to nobody's surprise, goes in the third round. Kid's a stud athlete, I think he's going to be a beast with Augie. And you guys are saying, oh, well, oh, he's got no line. You could put Nick Zalek on the line. I don't know how many people could bully him in this league. Um, and I think he's one of those guys that you could use as a, you know, he could chip and then go out for a pass. Uh, Nick King, we talked about, great defensive player, great, one of the better corners in the league, and a very good friend of Augie, I think that matters. Steve Verdesco, you guys covered. Joe Denoya, we did not cover. Joe Denoya slipped in the draft. I think probably the most underrated, undervalued player in the league. Um, I think Joe falling to the sixth round is an absolute steal for Augie's team. He's going to come, bring you energy every week, give you 100%, and um, follow Denoya Fitness on Instagram. Um, Kevin Christie. Kevin Christie was... Kevin Christie's... He comes... Another, another kid who comes, grabs flag, tries extremely hard, and is willing to play any role you need him to play. I would roll with Kevin Christie on my team any day of the week. 
Uh, Femi, never seen him play football. No, he's a good basketball player. Um, I know he's an athlete. I know he wants to come out and, and try really hard, so I've never seen him play football, but I'm definitely interested in it. And Ariel, we've never seen you, so I don't know what to say about you. Hopefully you come out and make a play. Femi's played a few games, hasn't he, in the league? No, he's never played no, in the football league. You sure? Never came into play two never. seasons ago for the Saints? No, no. All right. Femi's I think you're thinking about you're thinking about Suleiman. No, it wasn't or Chidera. Tinley. Tinley, yeah, you're thinking Tinley. Yeah, no, no, not Tinley. My apologies. Femi is Cola's brother. You know Femi. Yeah, you know Femi. All right, let's go. So one more last thing about Augustine. Yeah, good, yeah, good. I want to say, being a Raider fan, and Al Davis is just win, baby. Augie always finds a way to win, and always, always in the championships. Augie's a Panther. He's on the Panthers. Yeah, I know. I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. As a Raider fan. <laughs> the adage was just win, baby. Okay. Al Davis. Maybe you're too young. Good Al job, Boogie. Al, Al Davis is horrible, but anyways. Oh, no, please. Um, I think, listen, to move up, before we move off Augie's team, I, I like Augie's team a lot. I'm confident in my Augie MVP pick. I'm going to stick with it. And I think the Panthers are going to be one of the one of the really good elite teams in this league. All right, let's move on now to, uh, this is Chase's team. Paul, if you could step up to the plate here, if you could come do the podcast with us really quick. Joe Pip is not here. Chase is not here. Paul, for so let's let me go down the uh, Chase's team, who was the Seahawks, I believe. First round takes Joe Pip. Second round takes Paul Ferrari. Third round, Johnny Samarco, Justin Santiago, Emmerich Sawyer, Jordan Fetterman, uh, Steve Schaefer, Luigi, Jack Kujit. Kurtzman, I'm going to start it off with you, and then we're going to swing it on from Joe to Paul. We'll move through how we have it. I'm just going to say right now, Joe Pip cannot draft without me. Oh, my God. Um, no, nah, this is because I was, I was helping. Honestly, I helped about nine of the teams draft. I think the only team I didn't help draft was all at any point. Um, <laughs> I like I like their team. They got a lot of athletes, Pip, Frally, Emmerich, um, Luigi, and I think Jack Hogan's going to be all right for a ninth round pick for sure. I think he's going to do better than his uh, draft slot. Fetterman, you play him anywhere. He just loves playing. And you have a decent line. Justin Santiago can snap. Johnny Smarco, very good lineman, receiving and blocking. Um, I'm excited to see Emmerich play again this year. I think his first year in in the league last fall gave people a bad taste in their mouth about him. I think he's going to come out and have a much better season this year. Joe. Don't know really. Much. I don't know. The- <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't. Yeah, you, yeah. you want to just like cancel that out? You don't what? You don't know much about the players yeah, on the team? Know, I mean, no about uh, Chase, right? Chase, no, Chase at quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't know a lot about him. Talking about Chase quarterback. Well, we talked about Chase already. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we discussed that. Um, I think Johnny going third is right because, mm. like Tommy said before, he is going to block for you. Yeah. And if you let's say Chase says I need you to block this play, Johnny's going to do it. But then just, Johnny's always also always open. Yeah. And then Johnny's always open wide down the field, screaming his quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> and Chase is name. also the kind of quarterback that's going to extend a lot of plays with his speed and his agility. So that's good for someone like Johnny that makes his kind of kind of one of those kids that when the play breaks down, he's able to just kind of make his way down to an open spot in the field, and he makes a lot of plays, make, makes a lot of big plays. And that, I like their team, I really do. I think if Chase is as good as I've seen him play then they're going to be very competitive week in and week out. All right, Paul, this is a team that you helped draft. You obviously went in the second round. Paul was feeling a little bit disrespected in the mock drafts, thought he was falling a little bit too low. The real draft comes, and there he is, smack in the middle of the second round. Paul, after you got drafted by Chase and Joe Pip in the second round, you kind of you kind of took over the draft with Pip a little bit. Talk to us about what, what your thinking was and, and how you like your team. Well, obviously Pip and then me, we were set right out the bat on the perimeter and on defense. I think we're probably one of the best corner duos in the league. And then Emmerich as a third corner, yeah. or you could put me at safety. I think we're going to be really good on the back end on defense. We have the weapons. Um, Johnny, 
is always underrated. He is one of the best always. defensive linemen yep. in the league. He can do anything. He's a good flag grabber. He's fast. He's strong. Can also block on offense. Justin Santiago and Steve Schaefer, two huge linemen. I mean, Chase doesn't need that much time. He's probably one of the three fastest kids in the league. So if they could just do a little bit, then he'll be fine for me, Pip, and everyone else to get open. Uh, Luigi's a good athlete. I think he went too low. He's going to definitely make plays for us, and he's going to be tough for a third corner to guard. Same thing, Fetterman gives us flexibility. I think you could put Fetterman O-line, D-line, corner. It doesn't matter where you put Fetterman, so that offers us some flexibility. And Jack Kujit, I played with him in high school. I mean, I was older than him, but he's tough kid, very good hands, and I think he's going to definitely be a good value pick for us in the ninth round. So you think you guys steal the ninth round, honestly? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've, he, seen, I've seen Jack play. Yeah. He's, he is good. And, like, you also know that ninth round picks are going to be important because, yo, there's going to be weeks where you're, some of your guys don't show, show up, up and you're yep. playing with seven or eight guys. And those are those when some of those kids show up, they're going to have to go out there and make plays for you. So getting value in the seventh, eighth, ninth round is very important. Um, I wanted to say before, Steve Schaefer could end yeah. up being a much better lineman than people expect. Okay, Dad. How do you feel about this team? Okay, I didn't get a lot, see a lot of Chase last year. I know he came in when uh, Sheree got injured, uh, and he, I didn't get a chance to ref many of those games. Yeah. But uh, from what I saw, it was a hell of an athlete, so I'm looking forward to seeing the way he could play. Uh, I agree with Paul. They, they, they're good on the outside with, with him and Joe Pip. Defensively, even though those two you know, in the secondary, it's going to be tough to beat. If they're linemen, again, they have good, I know Justin and, and John. Yeah. I'm not, not sure about Steve. Yeah. I haven't seen much of him. But, you know, if they live up to their billing, I'm saying this is going to be a tough team to beat. Yeah, I like, I like this team a lot. I think, you know, it, it's a good – what I like about it is Chase has Pip, and we know that, right? Paul Ferrari on his comeback tour, like I said, Paul was on the Jets two seasons ago as the quarterback. Last time we saw Paul, he had mono, pinch nerve in his back, had to play quarterback. It was a mess. Now he's finally back, able to play receiver, looking forward to seeing Paul play. Like you said, line, super solid, Johnny, Justin – um, Steve, you could put Fetterman there. I'm really excited about Emmerich being Emmerich, on this yeah. team as well. I, Emmerich was, felt disrespected in the draft. Um, Emmerich's super good athlete, probably one of the top three competitors in the league, going to come out and compete every week. Is he going to play every week? All, yeah, absolutely. All he does is care about winning, and he'll do whatever the team needs him to do. Um, Luigi, I really don't know much about. And uh, Jack Hoogett, I know, Dad, you, you're familiar. You're way more familiar with Jack Hoogett than I am. They already spoke on him, how he played football, has good hands. I'm really excited about this team. Shout out to Chase for coming and playing quarterback in our league. Super appreciated once again. Um, he used to play quarterback for Kurtzman's teams in the Skamoog yeah. leagues. So I'm uh, really looking forward to this team. I think this is going to be kind of, Teams are going to be sleeping on them off, off the jump. But I think they're going to be one of the teams that we're talking about late in the season here. Um, all right, let's move on to the next team in the draft. It was Brandon Kurtzman. No, it was well, not. It was, the it, was Zach, it was Zach Sobieski. The Dolphins. Who, the Dolphins, who select Dylan Charest, Matt Hughes, TJ Engstad, Ryan Morick, uh, Sean McDonald, Zach Belheimer, Buster, Cody Norton, and Ryan Samino. Kurtzman, I will start off with you. How do you feel about Sob's team? I'll run down the team real quick. Uh, Dylan, going to come back, have a great season. Um playing with an elite quarterback for the first time um, you know, since playing with Jordan Mayo in Duke. Uh, Matt Hughes, top offensive lineman in the league, smart player, uh, high IQ, great, can, can snap, is going to always keep the team uplifted. Angstad, listen, going to have to play a lot of second receiver this year. Also playing safety. He's one of the best safeties in the league, if not the best safety in the league. Yep. Always is making plays week in and week out. Um, 
I'm not sleeping on him to be a, like a most improved player type person in terms of stats on the offensive end. Morick, another guy like Matt Hughes, um, plays whatever role you need him to play. Always talking up the team. I like him. McDon Sean McDonald can take a step up this year. Going to need him to play some third receiver, it looks like, for them. Uh, he could also be a tough guy on the offensive line. Strong kid. I expect him to have a better on the defensive line. Bill Heimer, defensive line. He can honestly play every there. Very good Last athlete. year had the single game sack record five in one five game. Sacks. Uh, Buster returning to the league. Good athlete. Cody Norton and Ryan Semino. Ryan Semino played in the league last year. Didn't do a lot with Rob L. Um, Soaps can make anyone look like better. So he's definitely have opportunities to make plays. Mm. Joe. I just think Soaps is Soaps. <laughs> See, I mean, every time I played him, no matter what, he's either better or just, just a top-notch player. Definitely top in this league. I would say top three quarterbacks. And I want to say something about Bellheimer. He's hard to read when you pick him. You want to put him at corner sometimes because he's fast. But when you make a switch to Bellheimer, he will adjust right away. <laughs> and that's something I learned when he was my teammate. Not yeah. a lot else to say. Very right. flexible player. You, He's one of the kids that when you only have seven or eight guys, he could play you can say, yeah. ooh, wait, I, I'm, I'm leaking on offensive line. Let me get him and play offensive Mainly line. Mainly defensively, oh. all three spots. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a fast kid. He loves the game, and he's always down to play, and he's always down to play hard. Dad, what do you think about this team? Uh, Soaps, to me, is the best quarterback in the league. Over IB. IB love IB. Great quarterback, <laughs> but pure pocket passer, and, and the guy can move, too, in the, in the pocket. Uh, and and he's got a good. When did you shoulder. change your mind on Sobs and IB? Nah, listen, it's always been you know half half a dozen. Yeah, know. yeah, half, half and half. You yeah, always, yeah. You it's either, either way, but you know, just just something about Sobs when he plays. I I think he you know they they've played in the league before when they were both quarterbacks. Yeah. And Sobs always came out on top. Uh, like I said, I think he's a great talent. Uh, never never fall asleep again. Like IB, you're never gonna have a, a team less than a B plus with with Sobs on your team. I think that when you look at... Oh, good. Dad, you want to say Not something? Not done, yeah. I, uh, Dylan, I hope he stays healthy the whole year, and he's got to play both sides of the ball. He's got to play corner. No, but, playing D-line. No, I heard he's going to play corner. Oh, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Your sources are showing you. My sources are telling me. I guess uh, he might have to with this team, if we're being honest. Yeah, Matt Hughes, great, great lineman. TJ, great safety. Ryan Morick, I've seen that kid play three games in a row, both sides of the ball. Uh, his motor is unquestioned. Love, yeah. love Ryan. The key here, as if you have, if his wideouts are Dylan and, and TJ, the key for for, for Sobes is the slot receiver. Mm. Always big in his offense. Uh, so they got to find who the slot receiver is going to be in this. Like room. in the summer with Mike Body. Yeah, right, exactly. I, I think that's Mike Body. And you're going to have a lot of guys that can go out there and make. Going to have to try to go out there and make plays. Sean, Zach, yeah, all Austin, the other Cody, stuff Ryan. Come from the slot. I, I got you. Got to find who that guy's going to be. All right, I'll go on Sobes' team right now. The Dolphins. I think. Uh, the free Dylan Sheree campaign is going to come to an end because he is going to be with Sobes. Hopefully Dylan could hopefully Dylan could piece it together here and, and play a full season healthy. I know everyone thinks that he's injury prone. I think Dylan's in the best shape of his life and I think he's gonna have a really good season with Sobes. I think Dylan is an instant offensive player of the year candidate anytime you could be the number one wide receiver for a quarterback like Sobes. Looking for a big bounce back season from Dylan here. Matt Hughes, Morick uh, Bellheimer, love all those guys on the line. I think, you know, anytime you get some... Like, Matt Hughes and Ryan Mork, those are two of the most positive people in the league, two of the guys who are going to keep their teams heads up and upbeat the entire time. I love that. TJ Angstad, you guys know exactly how I feel about it, and if you've been listening to the podcast for the last two seasons, I've been saying TJ is the best safety in the league. I think I, I, think I voted TJ uh, first-team defense, both my ballots in the last two seasons that I've had uh, the vote on that. So I think TJ is a phenomenal pick in the third round. Um, Sean McDonald, Buster, Cody, Ryan Semino, 
all guys who I think are gonna come out and play super hard. And anytime you're, anytime you play with Sobes, he could take you and take your game to the next level. So any guy on their team playing line, playing the slot, like you mentioned, Dad, any guy filling in that role is going to have a really good opportunity to shine. And all these games are gonna be super high state games because. 99% of the time steps Sob steps on the field we're going to put his team as the favorite so uh there, there's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot of pre I think this team got a lot of pressure on them so it's going back to the league he didn't play last season the season previous which was last summer he won the championship with Augie still playing receiver on his team so um I'm excited to have Sobs back in the league shout out to Sob shout out to everybody on that team all right let's move on to the next pick of the draft, which was Mikey Gargano, who was representing the Packers this season. He went Miles Williams, Vin Gargano, LaTempa, Vin Arena, Brandon Giles, Wiz Doniker, Rich Ritter, Antonio Rocchio, Antonio Rocchio, Matt Schaefer. Uh, Kurtzman, I will start it off with you. How do you feel about Mikey's team? I'm going to be honest. I don't love the team. Mm. I don't. Because I'm just afraid that... They don't have enough weapons outside of Miles, and uh, Brandjaw is going to have to step up. Uh, Vingar going to have to step up on the outside, or Mikey if Vin plays quarterback. I just personally want to see their team perform before I say that they're like one of the better teams in the league. Um, we know what Vin can do behind center. Uh, it's been a while since he's played. Never played in this format where all linemen were eligible and it was full flag, no tackle on the quarterback. So that could change things because one of his dominant factors was that nobody really was able to tackle him a lot of the time. So they're going to have a good offensive line. They have a lot of guys that want to, are going to be there protecting either Mikey or Vin. It's just going to come down to can the weapons make plays and can they are they going to have enough players on defense to stop other teams? Like when they match up against, let's just say, IB, how are they guarding any of those four guys besides Miles guarding one of them? Okay. I'm just, I'm, I, yeah, no, I'm yeah. just, these are question marks I have and I want to see how they're answered. Joe, I think that they have three uh, quarterbacks. If they want to <laughs> spice things up, they can. Easily, they can set up a good offensive scheme and then change it up as well. Do not know Miles at all, but I know that he's very good yeah. from what everyone's saying. And is start of the season, who will be quarterback? Yeah, I don't know. Is My, it Mikey? Is yeah, it well, I was, was gonna gonna what if they have a practice or they, they just Mikey. Right. Mikey's the quarterback. Vin's the only one Mikey can't play. That's what I heard. What's that? My sources tell me. Yeah, that what? Vin will play that quarterback. That Vin only plays when Mikey's not available to play. Interesting. Well, Mikey could miss, I think, up to three games due to work, depending on Rutgers' football schedule. That so, Vin oh, might have three opportunities for quarterback. All right, what do you think about the team? I, I like the team. They got players on the team. Uh, Miles, Vin, uh, Vin Arena, Vin, Vin Gargano, Vin Arena. Yeah. Those players are great players. Don't sleep on, Brian, uh, on Brandon Giles or even Rich Ritter. Don't sleep on those guys. They can yeah. play. I just want to see I, it. Here's, here's my... You're going to see it. This team is a full... Oh, you want to say something, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously Mikey's a good quarterback, but I think they're not losing anything by putting Vin at quarterback because then you have Mikey as an extra weapon. You still have three solid linemen with LaTempa, Wiz, and yeah. Vin Arena. Like, you still have a very serviceable O-line. You get Mikey as a big weapon on the outside, and we all know that Vin is a very good quarterback. See, I would like their team a lot better if, See, that's, what, if that's what it was, because Mikey gives them that extra element on the outside. Not we all know Mikey's Mikey. not a no, good quarterback. No, no. Here, so here was, my, here was my thing, and I didn't... Paul just... He jumped and took it from me. Yeah. I was going to say, I like this team more 
with Vin at quarterback because it adds Mikey, who's also an elite wide receiver out there, a big target who has crazy good hands. So I think that this is going to be interesting. Also, we could easily be sleeping on Vin Gargano at wide receiver. Like, we could easily be sleeping on Vin at wide receiver. He's a player. Very possible. He's, the, a, he's like, a player. He's been playing his whole life. He could, he like, Vin could do anything. We know Vin, anything. Vin is probably, if you had to put it in the WFL, SFL, BDSA, OBFFL, Hall of Fame. Best Vin is probably first Vin is probably the goat. He's probably yeah. the best player in the history of the league. If if you're dating back all the way to when you know he was winning championships at quarterback, I just think you know you're gonna look. I think Mikey, if this team is struggling because they don't have as much like as much perimeter weapons as some other teams do, I think he might put Vin at quarterback. I think he gives himself a lot of flexibility. Whoa. I will say this: this team is all football players. All of these kids on the team, let me go through one more time. Miles played football. Vin played football. The Tempo played football. Vin Arena played football. Played football. Brian Giles played football. Wiz, Wiz played football. football. Rich Ritter played football. I think, Matt and then Schaefer. Matt Schaefer. The only kid that played football on the team is Antonio Rocchio. And we know Rocchio was good with you on the Browns last summer, Kurtzman. Yep. I just think that this is going to be a team of all football players. So the way that they scheme and the way they play defense and, and how they approach, I think because offense in our league is different, so it's going to take them a little bit to adjust. But defensively, I think they'll be very sound. Um, I, I just think Mikey and Vin at quarterback, I think that's the real big question. Like, is Vin going to end up playing quarterback and have Mikey at wide receiver? If that's the case, I think I might like their team a little bit more. I'm super excited to watch Miles in the play, to watch Miles play. I'm very biased. I think Miles is going to come in and tear the league up. I think he's going to be an absolute beast, whether you put him at corner, whether you put him at linebacker, D-line, on offense, if he runs the ball, if he's catching it in the flats, whatever it may be. I think Miles is going to have a really good season. I think him going at the sixth pick, yes. I think when you look back at that um, a few weeks into the season, you'll be like, Miles probably should have been like the first, second, third guy off the board. No no disrespect to anyone ahead of him. I'm just saying I just believe in Miles' talent. That's my guy. Shout out, Miles. Thank you for playing in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything else on this team before we move on from it? No, I think Miles had to have a good season yeah. for sure. Um, listen, I think a lot of times it takes a player players – like a week or two to get acclimated to the league, but he's one of those kids that has competitive, big, yeah. yeah, big play potential at all times. Big, big play both ways, potential. both ways. Take the so, ball, yep. yeah. I think he's gonna be fine from week one, and they're not. Listen, me bashing them does not mean I think they're gonna be an easy out any given week. I don't think any team on this on this board is an easy out I any think, given week. I think this is I the most have, competitive. We've I had think it. I just have more question marks about them than I do other teams. I just listen. I know when you when they when that team looks at their team. They're like, oh, we have all the football players. They we're gonna, we're they, gonna cook they, up. Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm really excited for that. And we didn't even mention there's not one player, Dad. You're, th- you're thinking Mark, drunk Mark DeMeo might be a little bit more confident. But I'll take Mike Gargano and his confidence level over anyone in the league. That's true. In terms of, <laughs> in terms of how confident they are. So <laughs> let's move on here to the next pick of the draft, Joe Piscopo's team, who is representing the Arizona Cardinals. So Joe went. Nick Tompkins in the first round. Joe Joe Douglas, yeah, who's the fucking okay. GM of the Jets. Paul's favorite guy of all time. Um, Nick, he went Nick Tompkins, Douglas, Nick, Nick Douglas, Douglas um, Mike Musi, Ed Zalek, Joe Ivanak, um, Dame Lupton. Dame Lupton. I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't see from my eyes. Mike Kramer, TJ Brown, and James Williams to round out his draft. Thank you, Chris. I my, got you. my no eyes are, my eyes are, are shot out. No worries, uh, Chris. With that being said, actually, no, Joe. Yeah. No, Joe, I'd actually let, like Kirsten. You want to go first? Okay, so what I like about their team off-rip, their first three picks, all offensive linemen, and all offensive linemen that can also make plays catching the football. We know what Douglas can do. He has the all. He has the single-game receiving uh, yards record. Also had like 12 catches in that game. He was could have been the MVP of the league 
playing more of a defensive line, offensive line role, usually for a quarterback. Nick Tompkins, Dartmouth, the end, beast offensive lineman. Had a great season with me last year. I love playing with him. You're going to have a good time playing with him as well. Um, he blocks like no other. Mike Musi, another great lineman. He played well for you as the Titans. I like your receivers, even though you didn't attack receiver early in the draft. Ed Zalek and Joe Ivanek are two very good receivers. I'm just worried a little bit about you in the back end on defense. Um, I know you're going to be playing some defense. I imagine that Dane will be playing some defense. Mike Kramer, I know he's a good athlete. Um, TJ Brown, another good athlete, and James Williams. Um, I know he's your boy. I don't know much about him. I haven't seen him play football, but I know he's a Marine. So, yeah. got to be I'm actually in the Army. Oh, in the Army. Yeah. Even, yep, sorry about uh, no, sporting no, all. Let me, let me set Joe up here. So, I like, no, so I like yeah. his team. I think they're well-rounded. I have a question question marks about who they're, how they're going to cover a lot of the, some of the players in the league. Joe, I called him directly after the draft order was announced. Okay. Joe was in, like, I don't know what room in your house you were in, but it was, like, weirdly like lighted like it was what, the panic room. yeah whatever whatever room you were in he was like was he was in the panic room and um he told me he was locking himself in his room for the next 2 weeks and doing a thousand mock drafts joe did this play out how you wanted it to play out and how how excited are you to be playing with your team that you drafted um we all know the truth we all know i want to spell <laughs> uh, ravakanti after speaking with him today he said i agree with his move he said he just didn't expect it so he took him I also agree with what he said today, speaking with him tonight, that him and Nose are a great combo. Yep. And he's just not making a move for me, so. <laughs> so that's your squad. But let's talk about this. Douglas Fall in the second round. Absolute joke. Absolute joke. Absolute joke. 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 And I even reached out to him right away just to make sure he was okay. To understand yeah. that he's, you just got picked in the second round, which should have never happened. No, never. Um, I also was surprised, based on my team, when Suroff took QH. Yeah, yeah, QH. Yeah, we took Q. But I like I knew he's friends with Douglas. How do yeah. you how do you pass up on Douglas? Let me go to the third round with Mike. That is my go to guy. Yeah. I play with him no matter what. And people do see I mean Chris already said it. He is so sneaky good. Because when you look at him you're like, Alright, this is a blow by on offensive line and then he looks like he can't catch the ball. But he does everything for my team. Every time I play with him. Zalek I'm excited about because in the fall with Oklahoma, I saw what he did to us in a competitive game. Yeah. I saw that he's in it as the game gets rises. 100%. And he challenges the best player. And you think Kershman held him back last year? Mm. Last season. He scored six <laughs> touchdowns. I mean, even in close games, he was he made a touchdown that we still talk about today. He's yep. just diving in the end zone for it. Yes. Um, he challenged, like like I said, he goes against the rest corner, and he's going to blow by. Also... If we have an 11 o'clock game, he'll be there at 9 a.m. doing sprints. I'm yeah. that type of guy. Yeah. I'll be yep. with him doing those sprints. <laughs> Ivanek is my dog. Yep. I would never trade him. I think that the best part about Ivanek, I want to say against Augie in the summer, was that if you beat him, it only makes him a harder player. Yeah, he's more yeah. competitive, and he's still in it. A lot of people get discouraged, shit talking in this league. They just fall apart. Ivanek will never be that guy. I don't even have to talk to him after a bad play. Yeah. But... He's sneaky at wide receiver. You know, as we saw with Arizona, he plays as the season goes, and that's what I like about him. I want to go with Creamer and say that Madeline guy, first-year guy, great arm. No one knows about, about him. And he was a two-sport athlete in high school. Very, very, very slept on, I would say, in this draft. But, of course, no what one knows about he it. Play? He can go slot, he can go line both ways, and he can go safety. Yeah. I've never, yeah, never seen him play, but yeah, you, you no, are valuable. He hasn't played in a while in sports. He's been just doing his own thing but I think that this is this whole league and him joining is going to make him that competitive side back TJ Brown kind of just fell in my lap you know with the with the eighth round 
I picked the best available, and I know playing TJ against him, he goes against your three. He goes, he plays corner. That's something I need late, especially with my team. And then James Williams has played in two games in the summer. He had a pick six, and then he scored. He's just he's just a guy that is great to be around for a team. Even when the game's not around during the week, he'll definitely boost your morale. And he's always you don't have to question if he's in it or not. But I'm excited to see what he does on both sides of the ball. I think you went with I think you went with guys that match your intensity. Like you come every week, you don't care what the score is. You could be you could right. be losing forty nothing or winning forty nothing, right. and the next play is just as important to you. Um, in the basketball league, I know a lot of people from the football league didn't see you in the basketball league, but Joe was absolutely it was an he was the Damian Lillard of, of the of the basketball league. Joe was just went just went all out every game. Psycho. Uh, yeah, just crazy person, psycho, dying to win. Dad, what do you think about Joe's team? Okay. For, for the truth. The we'll truth. talk about the. No, I can tell you the truth. We'll talk about the travesty about Douglas going in the second round. Travesty. Travesty. Arguably, could have been the league MVP last year. Could, could you could have made an argument for him to be the first overall pick? Yeah. He, listen, he got two first round picks. Yeah. In the first two picks. Yeah. And he's got the two best linemen in the draft. Period. Okay. Period. On both sides of the ball. At Mark, Mark DeMeo. Yeah. So, so, so no Mark. So no Mark. So, yeah. So you hate on. So you. I'm not hitting anybody. I just go down <laughs> when I see it. Okay. All right. Let's get back to Joe. Yeah. Um, when I first saw Joe, he was quarterback for the Titans two seasons ago. That's when you fell in love with him. That's when you, that's, that's <laughs> you know what it was? It was it wasn't a good team uh, offensively. They were challenged. They didn't have a good line. But I saw the grit in this kid, and every every play was 100 percent from him. That's why I always liked Joe. Shout this out year, to Tom Stead product. Tom Stead product. There you go. And this year, now he's got some time. He's got he's got those two big you know horses there mm-hmm. to protect him. I want to see what he's going to do this year. So I'm excited about that. Uh, as far as defensively. I don't know who he's going to play, but if you paired him in the secondary with Joe Ivanak, those are two tough corners to beat. Yeah. And plus, if, if this kid, uh, uh, Kramer, uh, says yeah. who he is, he can play yeah. safety, mm-hmm. that's a very formidable secondary to go with a very formidable defensive line. So I'm excited to see what this team could do. Absolutely. Um, I think Joe drafted a team, like I said, that just matches intensity. We didn't mention Dame uh, Upton. I do, we just don't really know much about him. We know he played wide receiver at FDU with Tommy Galanti. Could see a possible trade with that incoming within the next few days. No, in the, I, next, in the, in the next, next day. In the next day. I just don't know much about him, but college wide receiver, assume he's a stud athlete. Assume that he was severely underrated in the draft going the sixth round just because no one knew him. I'm excited. Listen, Tompkins and Douglas. I think you put Tompkins with Joe. That's getting a little extra out of him just because that's his best friend. Best, you know, been playing together. Teams got to prepare for that. Yeah, competing the entire time. And then Douglas, like you said, that falling in the second round is an absolute joke. You could make an argument Douglas should have been the first overall pick of the draft. I still can't believe it. Yeah, it's just it's, I really it's, can't. It's I unbelievable can't. that he fell to that spot. I know you didn't get Spo, but we will talk about Spo later. Joe, do you have anything else you want to say about your team before we move on here, or are you good? I mean, if you could just suggest that Garvey should have played, I would have took him right away. <laughs> and tell Garvey to listen to this podcast. I wish I had a corner. If you think about it, he would fit great on this team. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited. And something that I didn't point out, especially for him to hear, is Zalek, I'm excited to play with you because you're the only one that I really never even talked to, spoke with. I know I reached out to you, or I will be soon after as soon as I get your number. Great team captain. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm excited to play with you. And easy you three. Yeah, you don't have to question anything. I'm, I'm, you got me, no matter what. <laughs> I think Ed's, listen, I think Ed had a really good rookie year last year, all jokes aside, but Kurtzman, I think he'll be even better this season. I like how you took him in the fourth round, shows a lot of confidence. Alright, let's move on to the next team in the draft here, which was... Suroff. Suroff. read the team? Suroff. Kurtz... Oh, I, got, I think I got you this sure? one. It is Q... Chris, you gotta read it. I can't say I yeah. can't read it. It is Q, <laughs> John Misha, Zach Sheray, Amir Chambers, Prem Patel, Nick Villano, Suleiman, Mike DeRose, and Steven Sanchez. Mm. 
All right, Christian. How do you feel about the team as I chew on Ice Cube? Um, so I like their all-around solid. Like they have, a, uh, they have lineman depth, they have receiver depth, they have guys who can play on both sides of the ball effectively. I'll run it from the top. Q, top, um, a top receiver in the league, also a top, a tough corner. A tough um he's good at guarding number ones and number twos. John Misha could be end up being one of the best players in the draft. We saw him at the one day tournament, very effective offensive lineman and defensive lineman. I expect big things out of him this year. Um Zach Sheray, third round pick. The highest he has gone. Hashtag free Zach Sheray. Hashtag free Zach Sheray. We will try it again this year with Nick Suroff. Um Zach Sheray is a dominant player. Not do- he is a very good player in the league. I don't know about dominant, but he's going to make plays on both sides of the ball. And talk he's shit. going to talk his shit. You're going to hear him the entire day. And if you're the opposing quarterback, do not let him pick you off because you will never hear the end of it. <laughs> Um, I like Amir Chambers in the fourth round. Played very well for Augie last year in the summer, uh, in the fall. Um, we talked about Prem Patel a lot over these last couple weeks in mock drafts. Um, he, IB, I know IB really wanted him. Talked very high about Prem. Could have taken him uh, in the 4-5. Chose to go a different way. I like Prem. He's able to guard ones and twos. As well as big plays on offense. Nick Villano, another strong offensive and defensive lineman. Suleiman is going to have an opportunity to show people he should not have been a seventh round pick. Played football his whole life. I think he could possibly make some plays for them. Mike DeRose, good athlete, will play offensive line for you. Knows what he's doing out there. Uh, higher IQ player. And Steven Sanchez, all I know about him is that he has five football experience and he plays a lot. So I only imagine he's going to be better than his ninth round draft grade. Joe, you have anything on this team? I uh, don't really know a lot. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. You know. No, a lot of guys you don't know. Um, no, I think they have a well rounded team, though. They have. Uh, Lyman, Misha, Amir, Villano, DeRose, four linemen. I want to say that. That's yeah. what I said even when I first came They got four linemen. Six for Villano? Yeah. I think he's very slept on. Yeah, Absolutely. I, th- I think he's a very effective player. And they also have three guys on offense and defense that can play both ways. I, th- I like their team. Dad. No holes. Yeah, Mike DeRose played for you last year. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Played all right. Very, he had, he very had, good season. He can catch the ball. A consistent Great player. pick at eight. I yes, in the eighth round for sure. Yeah, you get plays like that in the eighth round. You got a strong team. I don't know much about the, this display of Misha, but I heard he, he's very good. And like I said, until I can see him, I, I really can't comment on him. Q, we know, is a talent, both sides of the ball. Uh, Zach also makes the all-confident team. Yeah, yeah. He's on yeah, that, he's team, on for that sure. team for sure. Uh, always liked the way he played. Amir, tough, tough lineman. Uh, again, both sides of the ball. I like Amir. Uh, Prem, very underrated. Uh, I, I Great secondary player. Love, love him on defense. Milano, great, uh, great lineman. Uh, Suleiman, did he play last year? Suleiman, no. he subbed a few times. He subbed in the summer for the Saints. I think he subbed the yeah, game last season too. No, heard a lot. Of, uh, yeah, okay. Heard a lot of good things about him, but I never seen him play. So looking forward to that. And then DeRose, you said, yep, and Steve, yeah. never seen him play. Listen, I think Surov going with Q in the first round. One of his guys played with him the first when we when we were introduced in the one day tournament to Q, and we were so excited that he was going to come play in our league. It was Surov throwing him the ball, right. so that we know that connection is going to be strong. I talked to him a little bit. Uh, he's going to be able to use the Skamook ball. <laughs> Um, we'll talk about that. Because um, he threw that ball very well. Yeah, like, we'll, ta- we'll talk with him. Like you said, Misha Beast, the mere Beast. Um, Zach Shere, I think I think rightfully so, gets drafted in the third round. I think he's going to have a really good season. Prem, we know, has been on the last two championship teams in championship DNA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who, I'm, so, I'm so... Why am I going blind today? Nick Villano. Nick Villano, Nick Villano who I think, like you guys said, six-round lineman, steal for... A guy, a guy who round. can, in the sixth round, a guy who can block... Very well, just like Volano Cat, and a guy who can make plays on defensive line, six rounds. Surhoff called all these play, uh, picks in. He, yeah, 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 except, yeah, yeah. I think he did a great I job. Think after yeah. after Zach, I think after he picked Amir, Zach was talking with him, 
so I think he was like had a yeah. little bit better idea. But he did a very good job. I, I like yeah. he did a good job drafting yeah. a team. I want to say I was uh, confident in it too. I, I, I talked to him during that one day tournament, and you know what? Bright kid, uh, good head on his shoulders, small quarterback. I love the way the ball came out of his hand. Uh, looking forward to seeing him play this year. I think Suleiman. I think Suleiman was a little bit underrated in this draft as well. We have not seen Suleiman play, but he just he has never played a full season in our league. I think he probably feels disrespected that he went in the seventh round. He's someone oh, who's played sure. football his whole life, knows how to play. Gonna definitely go out there and make plays. Mike DeRose, who in the eighth round, I think is. It has a chance to be sleeper of the year. I think we we could be looking at a sleeper of the year candidate in Mike DeRose. And um, Steven, Sanchez. Steven Sanchez, like like Kurtzman said, don't know much about him. New player to the league. He was I he was DMing us. He was hyped. He was reposting our draft. Uh, yeah. Like, to, like countdown. countdown. So I know he's excited to play. He likes the draft. Like he likes the idea of it. Um, yeah, we need more players like that. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. Um, right. He's ready to make a name for himself, though, for sure. All right, let's move on to Kurtzman's team here. Kurtzman, you are representing the Lions this season. You went with Trustel. Mike Danino, Julius Belton, Jarwar, Dean Roventini, Ryan Rougeau, Scott Thompson, Rhett Crystal, Connor Storms. I will start with you, Chrisman. How do you feel about your team when you were doing your mocks? Is this exactly what you imagined? Um, definitely a couple of players I got later that I didn't expect to get. Um, I didn't think Julius would fall to me in the third. I didn't. I think he could end up being a, like a wide receiver one. Um, I didn't think Jarwar would fall to the fourth and. All I've heard is that Jarwar has been in the gym and he's ready to make a name for himself And if he hasn't already, and I am super excited to play with him. I've always said every season he's played, I have said that I want to play with him. And then I drafted a bunch of my guys. Uh, Dean making his return to the league, excited to have him playing again. He played sub for me once last year. Um, Scott Thompson, another one of my guys, rejoining the league. Connor Storms, another guy, rejoining the league. Shot Connor Storms, gives us the, uh, gets our insurance for the league, so... I'm happy to have him in there. And then I have a few guys that I um, am high on. Ryan Rougeau, I think he's going to make a lot of plays for us this year as a third receiver. And Rhett Crystal, I'm excited because I know he's a big kid, strong kid. He's going to be able to make plays, good athlete from what I remember when I when we went to high school together. Mm. Joe, you have anything on Kurtzman's team? Uh, I just hate playing <laughs> against Kurtzman. I do. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't question his draft at all. I just let him do his thing, especially when it comes to... The guy who made the league. He definitely knows <laughs> yeah. how to play. He definitely knows how to do what's right. I, I, I have nothing to say because I, he's got a plan. There's definitely something going on already that he did something. It's cheating? Nah. All right. no, listen, <laughs> no, 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 not even that. Listen, even I, that. I make sure that I have lineman depth. And I and listen, I when I'm drafting my team, I don't have to worry about defensive backs as much because I also play defensive backs. So that's one less thing I need to worry about in the beginning of the draft. Like, I don't need to necessarily get a two-way player early in the draft. But I think I got two two-way uh, athletes in rounds two and three, and Mike and Julius. Yep. Mike's gonna play safety. Julius gonna play corner for me. Ryan Rajot can play corner for me. Um, I can play corner. I like this team because I might not need to always be on the field on defense. That how many times have oh, uh, just real quick? How many times have you played with Daniel all college, right? So, yeah, all college. So that's four just years. good chemistry. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. Dean, all three years of college, yep. he was there. Scott, uh, three years of college, he was there. I got guys that know how I want to play, and Julius is a game breaker, so I'm excited to have him playing on my squad this year. Then. Uh, love Christmas team, top to bottom. Uh, like I said, always one of the smartest players in the league. Knew exactly how to draft. True, uh, great player, both sides of the ball, and one of the better uh, flag grabbers. Yeah. A guy yeah. for his size that can run that fast and, and grab flags. Really yeah. quick about True before you continue. I was with True at a different tournament against, and there was better competition there. Were higher, higher level athletes 
was money on the line for a one-day tournament, and he was out there grabbing every single person's flag, and that is so important in a flag league. I can't stress that enough. Guys that want to go out and make the flag grab, because that's how the play ends, obviously. So I just wanted to say that about Trevor. Yeah, this is truth. Uh, love the pick. Uh... Julius Belton steal at three. Steal. Steal. Great. I, I couldn't believe he was still on the I think board. Julius was a second round pick last year, led the league in receiving, and in the then fourth round. Oh, he was a fourth round yeah, last year? Yeah, okay. Oh, he took him later okay, so year. so he was he, he improves in round, but he should have improved. He should have been a second round, round pick, maybe end of the first round. I think round. it I here's what I think. I think in the first two rounds, even the third round, you see a lot of people that yeah, I think they're boys. Or the people that they believe are like not necessarily who the consensus think is better, who they think is better, who they want to play with. Like, um, for someone like Pip, exactly. He's better friends with Paul than he is like Julius. Yeah. So if he thinks, like, maybe he doesn't think So Paul, if it's a toss-up between yeah, Paul and if Julius. He, if, it's, yeah. if it's a toss-up, you go with the guy that you play with. You know the guy he wants to scheme. Plus, Paul, guy, always played in the league. You know he's going to be there every single week. And I expect Julius to be there every single yeah. week as well. Um, but that's just kind of how the first, second round, even the third round goes. So it's not always the best player yeah, goes. He's in that category of phenomenal athletes. Yes, but for sure. Here's the thing. Uh, Kirsten's about to unleash Mike Danino on this league. Uh, <laughs> want to talk about super athletes and super competitive athletes? That that kid is. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen him play basketball. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen him play football. No. But I could just if he, he just translates the talent. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. Trust me. The talent I think I, I'll put him uh, athletic. Athletic wise, he's right up there with me, like with with the Conor Romano. Yeah. I think it, when you're looking at that, Mike is obviously going to surprise some people who've never seen him play. Julius in the third round is probably the steal of the third round. Yeah. Um, Strong but, line play. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. Jarwar. Jarwar um, you got True on the line. You got Dean, uh, Dean who is a little Red bit of a hybrid. Yeah. Listen, I like Kurtzman's team a lot. I just think the the only question about Kurtzman's team is, will Kurtzman be ready to play or able to play when the weather changes? We know last year, that's the word on you. You were good when the weather was, you know, when it was hot outside, but when the weather changed and it got colder, it's, again, your your hand your hand measurements still not in. We're still waiting on those, but... I don't know. Maybe you'll maybe you'll throw the glove this winter. I don't know. I must, don't know. Must I say, <laughs> the winter season was cold the entire time, basically, and I led the league in completion percentage and passing yards, and tied for league lead in passing touchdowns. So you could say the cold weather all I want. <laughs> One bad performance does not make me some bad cold weather quarterback. Can you see an Eric Gagne situation where he lets oh, a one home run and ruins his rest of his career? Similar to Kurtzman having one bad game ruining his rest of his career? He just needs all he out of his head, that's all. Mm, oh, okay. You know his TJ plays against me every week and has a losing record when he does, so just oh, you put that out there. Oh, we know TJ probably had the best record picking teams last season. Not when you picked against me. No, no, no. You folded. You folded last season. I didn't nothing. Yeah, you did. You picked Joe. I think you picked Joe every week when he's on the Titans, and I don't think you. Joe would have won. Yeah, you picked the Titans two seasons ago. That was two seasons ago. And the SBA Thomas on the well, yeah, 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 yeah. It was two nine. seasons ago when he yeah. tell you. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah, go, uh, go, go, to, go to the tape. I think I was about it. Let's right. go to... Um, so that's the end of my team. Yeah, that's the end of Kirsten's team. Let's go to Rob L's team here, who is you. the... Ravens. Kirsten, read the team yeah. for me. The team is Mattis Bezito, Liam Knowles, Tom Torrey, Pete, Fat Pete Trantafolo, John Harnish, Pasquale Fuda, Dylan Perone, Mahmoud, and Matt Ballow. Mm. How do we feel about this team, TJ? Let's start off. Good, nice, Christmas. That was very, very good podcasting for me right there. Um, we'll start off. Spo, surprise pick of the draft. Ripped them out of Joe Piscopo's heart. We did 2,000 mocks. That was not. I, that I, was never I, one of the That was never one of the choices. I kind of love it. And I think Rob, I'll say this before I get into the players. Rob had a very specific way he wanted to draft, and he went out and executed it. Everybody That's that such we, a lie. I'm calling no, it out no, right now. I, I don't, how is that a lie? <laughs> how many mocks did we have? But, but how he many had mocks, to look at the mocks. But how many mocks did Rob yeah. Lacanti do that you saw? None. None. And you didn't see any of them. 
So he was making his own mocks, is what you're saying. So he I just guess. made his own decision. I he think said, he thought he thought you were taking Spo in the first round. He yeah. said, you "This when I talked to Rob. Rob told me this. He said, I'm gonna have two wide receivers in Spo and Liam who are vertical. I could throw the ball down the field to them, and they're gonna take the defense with them down the field. And if not, I'm gonna run on the outside. We know that's what like Rob likes to do." I think, and, and and listen, and Rob said this, if you want to win, you want to play with me. He's coming out, he's going to be competitive. Break down the team, Spo, Love, Liam Knowles, Offensive Player of the Year with Rob last year, back at it. Tommy Torrey, third round pick. I think we were all kind of sleeping on sleeping on him in, in the mocks. He was definitely very slept on. He was, had a really good season last season. I like him in the third round. Pete in the fourth round, another guy, super slept on. Pete is one of the best wide receiver. I don't even know if I want to consider him a lineman because... He does play a little bit of line, but he's really always down the field and he's always wide open. And he was probably the finals MVP last year, like we said. Um, John Harnish. I think John Harnish in the fifth round, big kid, loves the league, tries his hardest every play, and, and talented, blocks, and knows how to play football. I think he's an absolute steal in the Second fifth round. Second year in a row with Rob Bell. Pasquale Fuda, another guy who I think gets after the quarterback. I just know sometimes he, he has, isn't it attendance with him? As to why he doesn't yeah, fall this late in the draft, I feel like more why he falls. he's like a busier person. But I think whenever he's there on the <sighs> field, person. he's a beast. Uh, Dylan Perone, shout out to Dylan Perone for coming and playing in the league, and I'm really excited to watch Dylan play. I know he plays another flag football league, so he's a super experienced flag football player. Uh, Mahmoud, we know, is always comes with a lot of energy, plays corner, gives you good defense as well. And Matt Ballow, who I unfortunately do not know much about, Kurtzman. Um, I really like his team. I think you outlined it very well. He has his two vertical threats, and then he's got a bunch of linemen that are going to be able to give him time. Tommy Torrey, John Harnish. Fat Pete is one of the best receiving linemen in the league. He, One of the best hands in the league. Um, he's going to be making plays every week. You know that. Um, Rob's got to show it this year. I'm going to yeah. fly it out, come out, and say it. Is your second year playing quarterback? You got to come out and show you can make a run in this this year. Make it like I, I he needs to be making a run this year because you you keep playing and you're not going anywhere, so yep. you got to make something happen. But I'm excited because I think this is his best team he's had Absolutely. of the last three he's had, or the last two he's had. I'm sorry, Joe. You got anything on Rob's team? I mean, besides, he hates Rob. He hates <laughs> besides, Rob. besides 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 <laughs> spell from you. I mean. I just think that it is true. He does have two great receivers to start. He yeah. does not have to worry about that. I question his slot, and I'm going to say Pasquale, because Pasquale has good hands. Even though he was great on the line mm-hmm. all the time, he does have good hands. I agree. And people forget that. Perone is going to give everything he has, yeah. especially if they throw him on the line. He's going to go in your face, even if you're, let's say, even Tompkins. But he just doesn't care. <laughs> I think, oh, I need to see that matchup. I think that... This is a good team. Yeah. And it has even offensive linemen that can go out for passes and catch. And that's something that's slept on in this league. Get it, Paul. I'm going to tell everyone right now, Pasquale has never really been given a role on offense. He is one of the five fastest kids in the league, and he has amazing hands. If Rob L. is smart and puts him in the slot, he will produce, and I, that is a promise. Mm, Paul, okay. Paul, okay, Paul, I like yeah, that. Yeah. that All right, Dad. Uh, liked, liked his draft. Like it a lot. Uh, I definitely had a plan. Spo and Liam gives them two of the finest uh, out, wide outs in the league, uh, two of the finest tandem. And I think that's what he wanted to do first, secure his playmakers. Then he went line, three straight players, Torrey, Pete, and, and Arnish. Uh, love, love those picks. Here's where I think he succeeded here, six, seven, and eight. You know, he took Pasquale. We all know he's a great defensive lineman yeah. uh, for his size. He was way undersized, but fantastic, great mm-hmm. motor. Uh, if, he, if he does play slide, he gets a chance to play offense. I'd like to see that. Uh, Dylan Perone, 
Uh, don't sleep on him. The kid's an athlete. Uh, I, don't be surprised to see him line up uh, as wide out or even a slot. Uh, Mahmoud always, you know, another kid uh, give you 100% every time he's on the field. Complain to de defensive secondary. I don't know much about Matt Ballow. I do like this team. I think it's going to be competitive. And I think, like Sam Donald this year. Uh, Sam Donald. Like Sam Donald. I think Rob Bell's got to step up this year and show everybody. Um, one thing I want to say about how you said he hit on his 6th, 7th, 8th round picks. Me and him were texting a couple days ago. And he's like, listen, I think no matter who you pick in the first couple rounds, you're getting really good players. Right. It's gonna. He's like, I need to nail these picks at the end of the draft. And I think he really did that. Yeah. We talked about Pasquale. Paul came on and said he thinks he can be a dominant player on offense. I think he also. So in the slot, he's a very fast kid. I know he played for Augie in that semifinal game when I got when we got killed, and he was one of the kids in my face the entire game. So I am excited to see this Rob L team because I think this is the best team he's had yet. All right, really well said by you guys right there. Let's move on to the last team of the draft. It is Tommy Galanti as the quarterback and captain, and he is representing the Patriots. All right, Kersman, read his team for me. Abby. Austin Ehrenfeld, Pauli Coldenado, Jay Kodros, Rob Torino, Christian Caratero, Tyler Angel, Giuseppe Capasso, and Liam Riley. I will start. I love this team for Tommy. Um, I think, you know, him and Abby have been working out at Lombardi, getting their work in every day. I think Abby is on a mission this season. He's texting me, telling me that... Um, that I ruined everything because I told you to take true, which is just not the no. case at all. <laughs> he did <laughs> not tell not, me to take yeah, true. Which, which I made is, that decision on my own. Which is not the case at all. Um, I think Abby and Tommy already have a lot of really good chemistry together, so I think they're going to be electric. Austin, we know, is a stud. Comes out every week, plays his hardest, makes a bunch of plays all over the field. Very right, great spot for him to be drafted. Paulie Caldonado uh, definitely slept on because he led the league in touchdowns last season. Joe, he was on your team. I know he played really well with you guys. Jake Kodros, another guy, first year in the league, but huge target, big body athlete, played wide receiver in high school. Definitely has a lot of experience. I think he's going to be a beast with Tommy as well. Rob Torino, um, another one, uh, going to come try his hardest, going to play on the line, do anything you ask of him. I think that was a really good pick for Tommy as well. Uh, Christian Catatero, one of the most slept-on slot wide receivers in the league, was on a championship team last year, key contributor to that Ohio State team, super speedy, really good wide receiver. Tyler Angel, I do not know much about him, but Joe told me he's going to come out and compete every single week. Um, Giuseppe and Liam Riley Kurtzman, yeah. I also... Giuseppe played yeah. only a little bit, um, didn't really get a chance to make much of an impact. I assume that with a former quarterback of his... Uh, playing with him, he should be able to do more than he did yep. in the most recent league. And Liam Riley always is out there making plays, trying his hardest. So I'm excited to see what he can do possibly with a different quarterback. All right. Um, Chris, how do you feel about Tommy's team, though? I like Tommy's team. I think the first thing he did was grab four, three guy, three receivers who were all six foot three or taller. So he's going to have a lot of big targets to throw the ball to. Huge. Yeah. He definitely has the biggest receiving quarter league. I hope Abby shows up for him since Abby is also one of the people who convinced him to play in the league. Yep. So I really hope that Abby definitely shows up to him more games than he has over the last two seasons combined. Um, Shade. Shade. I mean, it is. Because I want him to play. Yeah. I want him to be out there making plays. So, like, the league Abby, improves. also this, another thing. If Abby just comes to every game, he could easily be the first pick of the draft. Yes, so, easily. No, no, uh, no, no. He drops this far because he doesn't show up a lot. Yeah. Of time. But listen, Paulie and Jake are two very good receivers. Paulie led the league in touchdowns, like you said. Jake, a former Oldbridge High School receiver, had some success um, in his high school career. Rob Torino, a slept on player. Um, I'm not saying the fifth round is where he shouldn't have gone or should have gone, but he is going to be better than I think people may think he will be. Um, better athlete growing up. Christian Caratero, another good athlete, played on Ohio State. Good impact for them. I like his team. 
Um, maybe just a little bit, on the, a little weak on the offensive line. Only have two offensive linemen. You can always throw Abby on the offensive always line. Always throw Abby on the offensive so, line. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with his team. But I like his team, and as long as he's a good quarterback, I think his team will be just fine. Joe, how do you feel about his team? Uh, Angel, you're coming to the Cardinals. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Nice. We'll be fine. Um, I think that Paulie in the third round is just – I think Paulie should be playing defense. Really? And if Paulie heard this, I think he would believe me too because I don't even think he even tried, but Paulie would definitely be an effect on the line. You know, fast, physical. I think if – well, it's hard because Tommy doesn't really know him, but I believe with the other guys on the team, he would affect the defense if you just look at this roster. If you put him on a spot, let's say, even at like covering the third. You know, yeah. you need Paulie needs to play both sides because he can affect the game more than he knows because he clearly didn't play defense, but I think it would affect it. Another guy, another thing I'm interested about this team is how they're going to come out and guard some people because you have a lot of... Well, we don't know what Tommy does on defense either. Tommy told me he plays safety. Oh, okay. That's what I asked him because I wanted to know based on how he was drafting. Um, a little weak at cornerback. Um, I'm not necessarily sure who is going to be guarding number ones. Will it be Abby? Will it have to be Tommy? Will it be Paulie? That is definitely a question mark right now on their team. If Abby is there and guarding number one, then their team is much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Dad, how do you feel about Tommy's team? Okay, we'll start off with Abby. Uh, no one loves Abby more than me. Love the kids. Uh, my, my question is, he, he doesn't show up the games. And when he does show up the games, uh, I see him take a lot of plays off. I see him gassed a lot. Shouldn't be happening. The kid's in phenomenal shape. Uh, I expect bigger things from Abby. I know, he, I know he knows that I expect bigger things from him. So hopefully this year he puts it together. Um, Austin, great talent. Paulie, great talent. I noticed, uh, Kirsten, you're saying they don't have much uh, other than two other linemen. But they have size on this team. They have yes, really good they have size. a lot of size for sure. You could sure. always. You, there's a lot of guys you could just like. You can throw on the line on that team where they can. That's like a more than serviceable third lineman. I agree. Right. I 100 percent so, agree. So to me, I think this is like a work in progress. Have, the pieces are there. You just got to a, get through the kinks. Right. They get through the kinks. They find out what works best with who at what position, like and they'll, they'll get through it. But I think it's definitely a work in progress. I listen. I agree. I'm super excited for Tommy. I'm shout out for him coming to the house today. Chilling with everyone, getting drafted, and looked like he was really excited about and the league. And to know some guys in the league for sure. Well, um, one hour and five minutes in. If you're still listening at this point, shout out to you. We will um, timestamp everything. Yeah, yeah, I we have will, some of them right, all right now. We will definitely timestamp everything. That's pretty much it. Uh, shout out to everyone who signed up for the league this year. We're looking forward to a super awesome league. Um, any new information or anything coming out, you will find it on the podcast, Twitter, Instagram. We'll post everything. The draft board will be up. The official rosters will be set by tomorrow night, by midnight. Thursday midnight. So, so Friday, Friday, yeah, posted day Friday, Friday. Pr- Friday day. The official rosters will be out. All they- trades go through me. Yep. So anything else you want to say before we get out of here, Chris? Man? Um, no, I'm super excited about this league. Eleven teams. I think every team is super competitive. I think it is going to be. Eight teams make the playoffs, so I think it's going to be a wild race to see who is being left out. Three teams are going to be left out not playing in the playoffs, so, so don't let it be you. All right. Everyone, thanks for listening. Dad, you want to say something before we left or not? I think this might be the most competitive season. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so far. Uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, uh, some of the new players, I'm excited to see them play. Uh, old players coming back, you know, uh, I, I know how they play. I know this is going to be <laughs> probably the best year Ever for this league. The quarterback, the quarterback pool is stacked, I think. Yeah. So I, I think that's what's going to make it. All right, it guys, we will, we will catch you guys in the very near future. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the draft on Instagram Live. We'll catch you guys soon. Peace.